What did I tell you, folks? The Astros are back. That's right. Seven straight ALCS. That's right. What it do, baby? The Astros are back in the League Championship Series. The Rangers fans are already chanting, we want Houston. Minnesota did it. We know what happened. So excited. It's going to be a battle for Texas. Let's talk about it on this special seventh straight ALC edition of Locked on Astros. Bury me in the H. Welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric, the man, Heisman, and Brett, H-Town, Wheelhouse, Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on X at Eric Talkstros, and I forgot to change this over. Sorry. I'm super excited. And uh, you can find uh, the show at Locked On Astros. And Brett, they can, you can, uh, where can they find you at? They can find me at H10 Wheelhouse on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. They can find me at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Strohs. Dude, what a game, Eric. A razor thin win. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I mean, this game kind of felt comfortable from the beginning. We'll have to talk about the emotional ups and down of this game. And it didn't look good. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be lie to you and say that Urkiti looked great in the first inning. But dude, he settled down and he settled down well. And I think that Phillies fans or maybe Urkiti Ur- maybe uh slept on uh, maybe the twins a little bit but you don't need to be sleeping on things swing for defenses on sleeper picks and you can win up to 100 times your money download the sleeper app and use the promo code locked on and you'll get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for detail currently operational in over 330 states check out our states <laughs> today uh so yeah uh 300 states apparently but um i am super pumped i could barely focus um i jumped up and scared the crap out of my dog when uh ryan presley got that final out but the emotions of this game like when this far when the whole game started we've heard the whole series that the team that scores first is going to win. Yeah. And it's been stressful. And guys, we, we want to say thank you to all our listeners, everybody that has been here, not just through the postseason, but through the regular season, off season, where we didn't have a GM and everything. So thank you for becoming everydayers. Thank you for subscribing to us. Thank you for becoming part of our little family here, part of the Locked On Astros Nation. And if you haven't subscribed, please go ahead and su- subscribe to us and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, go and check out the Locked on Astros podcast. Pretty please. So first inning, Urquidy looked very hittable. I mean, he was very lucky that Jeremy Pena made that play to get the double play on that catch right. and dive basically to get the out. Great. at second base. Yeah. And then um, he allowed that home run to, I think it was Royce Lewis who hit the home run, but uh, then he settled down and, we we had no clue. Most managers would have seen, oh, he's given up the hard contact. Let's get him out of there. The Twins manager, Rocco Bedelli, 
he didn't let Joe Ryan stay in there that long, did he? No. You know, and it makes you wonder, should they have started Paddock in this game? Dude, he had the Astros number tonight. But let's go back to that first inning because that was key. Like you talked about the double play by Jeremy Pena. Amazing. I honestly thought he was safe at first until I saw the replay. But even if he – let's just say he gets one out and doesn't get, you know, and and he doesn't get Julian out at second. Mm -hmm. When Royce Lewis hits that home run – with the solo shot later on by Julian, that's a tie ball game. And we are going into extra innings because the Astros didn't score after the two runs in the fourth inning. And, and so this, this was a game where the Astros pitching had to step up. And I said before the playoffs started that you can score three or four runs with this team, but your pitchers absolutely have to do their job. They have to do it. And I really think. Look, I think every series is different, and you and I have talked about this before. Momentum. I don't think I don't think momentum goes from series to series. I sometimes don't even know if it goes from game to game. I think it's really inning by inning. Now, maybe it does, but the twins kind of took momentum two or three times in the game, but they never grabbed a hold of it and really took ownership right. of it. And the difference was the pitching, Eric. And so this pitching staff this relief pitching staff has absolutely been nails and these starters eric that have been questionable in their starts have absolutely gone out there and done their job yes and so this is their seventh straight appearance in the alcs yes they haven't always gone to the world series but they go to world series a lot and so uh, they will be facing interesting opponents the Texas Rangers. And I know that this will be the first time that they've ever met to, uh, in the playoffs together. I know that when uh, when the Astros moved to the American League, the Rangers were the good team. And then all of a sudden, as the Astros got good, the Rangers started getting bad. But now the Rangers are kind of on their uptick. I guess spending $800 million would go ahead and help um, kind of expedite your winning process. The Astros never really had that luxury. They had to kind of do it other ways. But Mm -hmm. the Rangers, they have a pretty darn good team. They're able to do something to the Orioles that no team did during a regular season. True. That was sweep them. And so you can't take this team lightly. They could be getting Max Scherzer back. They could be getting John Gray back. So they their pitching staff could be loaded. So the Astros, they needed to not have game five. They needed to save Justin Verlander for game five, game one of the ALCS. And this is going to be a great matchup. This is going to, there's so much bad blood between these two teams. There's so much history. And it's just, I think this is going to be one of those series that we're going to talk it, about. For years. So this is going to be about first. I want to say to Chris Moser, happy birthday. He said, best birthday present ever. Thanks, Astros. Just want to recognize that. And hey, you know what? If you're watching the show and it's your birthday, let us know. We'll give you a birthday shout out live on the air. Um, much like the Subway series, the Mets in the in the Yankees, you know, that was a huge New York teams in the World Series. Obviously, both Texas teams are in the American League. So you're never going to get an all Texas World Series unless they realign the leagues, which I still think the Astros and Rangers would end up in the same league. But this is really what you want. The Rangers really defied the critics. I was one of those critics, and I was one of those ones all season long that was waiting for the Mm drop-off of the Rangers. 
But what's funny is when I mention that to people, they try to act like they somehow knew that the that the Rangers were going to hold on. Very few people talked about that. The only people that talked about that were actually Rangers fans who believed in their team, and that's good for them. You should believe in your team. You should cheer hard for your team. Um, I said the Rangers are going to be good. Did you say they're going to be good all year? Did you think they were going to yeah. make the playoffs? You, I thought, you thought they were going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I thought the Astros us- had a chance to stay in the American League, uh, to win the American American League West, but I thought the Rangers were going to be a threat the whole year. After I saw okay. how they started the year and their pitching staff and everything's well, coming I'm, together. Right. But I, because of the, because of the pitchers going down and that's where I'm giving them credit. Okay. I'm just, I'm just recognizing that look um, the difference between myself and a lot of people is I can go back and I can self-reflect and, and say, Hey, you know what? I had this wrong. And this Rangers team has got moxie and they've got confidence. They're not coming in here going, Oh, it's our seventh straight ALCS. They're just going to lay down for us. I think it's going to be a competitive series. I think the Astros have the edge in that they've been here before. They've been in big series before, and they've been on the biggest stage with the biggest teams. And they know how to win in Arlington. And that, I think, is going to be a key in this series coming up. Yes. So uh, this is going to be a lot to discuss. Uh, definitely the matchups. Uh, we're we're probably not going to have a lot of time to discuss the pitching matchups or anything. No, uh, no, we're not even going to. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Maybe we'll talk about that in tomorrow's show. But for right now, let's just celebrate what Jose freaking Arquiti did in this game. I mean, yes, it wasn't a last-minute start like uh, the last time where he was told that morning. Uh, By the way, Jose, you're starting today. But he was told at the end of yesterday's game. So when the Astros won yesterday, they went ahead and said, hey, you're going to go and start. And so he's like, oh, cool. And so I, a lot of people thought maybe JP France would do it. So he looked a little bit hittable in the first inning and most managers possibly could have been like, okay, yeah, he doesn't have his a game today, but then the dude came in and struck out the side in the second inning. He yeah. came out and didn't allow another hit until, uh, you had what, uh, what's his name again? Um, the, Julian, uh, Julian hit the home run yes. in the sixth inning. Yes. Didn't allow another hit until that time. So right. he came in, took care of business. He had, what, a total of five and two-thirds innings, only allowed two earned runs, one walk, six strikeouts. He did allow the two home runs, but he went out there and gave his all. He threw, what, 82 pitches, and I think that he probably could have stayed in one more batter, but I, I think that Dusty Baker did not want him to face Royce Lewis again. Because oh, Royce no. Lewis yeah. was a guy that said, hey, I'm the future for the Minnesota Twins. And he's, he's scary. Well, that was the right move. And, and, and look, once again, amongst the critics. And look, I've been critical at times of Dusty. I've, I've tried to temper my criticism uh, because I've never managed a team. Of course, I'm not saying just because you haven't managed a team or haven't played baseball, you can't be critical of your team. You're a fan and you can analyze how you want. You can fan how you want. I'm not here to dictate that for you, but, but, but Dusty Baker ran an absolute masterclass and um, Jose Arquiti. I mean, he, he had 19 swings and misses, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was an amazing performance and you know, what is also amazing is when you use sleeper, that's right. Sleeper has a $100 match 
on your first deposit right now on mobile only. The MLB playoffs are here. That means the Astros are in the ALCS. And a, your chance to win 100 times your money is fading fast, so you need to go to Sleeper right now. Baseball has never been more exciting with studs like Jordan Alvarez, Jose Abreu, Jose Urquidy, Ryan Presley. I mean, you've got stars galore. Um, Lourdes Gurriel trying to break the Dodgers' hearts out there. Home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more in 100 times your payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right, and you can win big. You can hang out with your friends on the Sleeper app. You can get a group going. You can have a group chat. And it's got a, I mean, it's it's great because entries can be made in under a minute. You don't have to wait for some Minnesota crowd to count down the pitch clock for you to make your pick. Use the promo code Locked On and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms for details. Check out Sleeper. Go there today. Make sure if you're going to listen to the game, you catch all the hometown calls of the Astros versus the Rangers in the ALCS Game 1 on Sunday at 7.05 p.m. Central Standard Time. Make sure that you go to the SiriusXM app and search Astros. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, the postseason continues. Thank you to Michael Branley. Michael Brantley, who was not allowed to play in yesterday's game because he was <laughs> he sucks against Sonny Gray. I'm I'm not gonna go there. Whatever. I'm not gonna go there, Eric. The Astros won, but uh, also Jose Abreu. Jose Abreu. We people complained all year about Jose Abreu, and what did Alex Centrone say um, earlier this year? He said, "Just wait. We're not gonna remember what he did in April." May, we're going to remember what he did in September and October. And that's exactly what he's doing. This dude is locked in. He's hitting 424 foot home runs. And he he's had basically three uh, 400 plus home runs in this series. And he looks locked in and he's a dangerous hitter. Plus you got Alvarez who's still uh, out this world talent. People are scared to death of him. You're bringing in your closer in the eighth inning to basically not have to face Alvarez with runners and uh, right on base. So the, the twins, they might have overmanaged this game. We're going to have to talk about bringing in the lefty to face them. That part of the lineup in second. So they did announce it. It is 7 PM. Cause it is the only game, the only LCS game. Cause oh, LCS okay. game one is on Monday. Um, and um, ALCS game two is on Monday. So we will see. We won't know if that's a day game or a prime time game. So Sunday is game one in Houston. Monday is game two in Houston. Then they travel Wednesday. Um, the 19th, Thursday, and Friday are all in Arlington. If, you know, game game four, if game five, if necessary, and then game six, if necessary, is Sunday. Um, in Houston, and then Game Seven is would be Monday the twenty third in Houston. Student four. So no, I'm just I'm just giving you the whole schedule. I know. Look, I look. I'm not going to make any predictions right now. Um, I want to look at what I I want to hear the intel. I want to hear who's pitching. I want to hear what their rotation's going to be. Look, even with Scherzer coming back, Eric, he hasn't had any rehab starts, and so he's going to be coming back irregularly, kind of like. Eovaldi's first start. Now, Eovaldi, since his first start, and he was really bad against us, mm -hmm. he's been absolute nails. Eovaldi actually scares me on the mound as an opponent more than 
more than um, Jordan Montgomery is the guy more than Max Scherzer. Yeah, I mean, look, look, the bottom line is this tonight, Jose Abreu became the oldest player to hit three home runs in a in a series. 36 plus years old, hit three home runs in one series. And you talked about his 400 foot shots tonight. He was like, ah, I'll, I'll just hit it 424. I don't want to hit it 440 feet again. <laughs> he just smoked the ball. And, dude, what is up with Jose Altuve's all three groundouts going to Correa, then Correa's lineouts going to Jeremy Pena? Dude, the connectedness of the baseball gods and the just the weirdness of some of the events in this game. And Correa was on deck in that last at-bat when – their final batter struck out. Wow. What? Dude, <laughs> Johan Duran, that dude, that dude can throw smoke. And you love Michael Brantley getting that home run. When he hit that ball, my my wife even said, she goes, that's awesome. I didn't know he had that in him still. I mean, she knows that Brantley's not a home run hitter. And so right. we were just like, I was like, yes. I, I said, okay. Let's do it. But I kept going, let's get more runs. <laughs> let's get more runs. And the relief pitchers did their job, man. That This is a team win. Dusty managed this game to perfection, and the players executed. And nothing typically goes wrong when both of those things happen at the, at, you know, in the same game. Right. And so what was good about this series is the Twins have were leading uh, the American League with home runs this year with 233 yeah. and the Astros out homered them. I think the final outcome was 10 to five. Um, wow. So if you look at that, the fact that they out homered them, they out pitched them outside of that one game where Farmer Valdez basically uh, just lost it, but the offense wasn't doing anything against um, Pablo Lopez anyway. So uh, I'm not going to put all the blame on uh, from Valdez because if the offense was going, then uh, I think there would have been a closer game. Maybe some, maybe a ball um, get caught here or there. I think there have been a little bit different outcome in that game, but the Astros, like you said, they have that leadership. They have that been there for um, they've been there, done that. And um, something about the Rangers, I don't know if I really saw this, but did they really create a celebration room? It's a separate celebration room outside of their. Uh, yeah, and, and look, and look, I want to, I want to be careful throwing throwing too much shade at the Rangers. Oh, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, right? But I think the Dodgers actually use the celebration room before the Rangers actually ever have. Okay. So that's kind of an interesting Wait, spin on the, the celebration room. Dodgers, who just gave up four home runs in the third inning, and Lance Lynn is out of the game. Right. This, the the NL, 2020 World Series champions. Yeah. The NLCS. <laughs> the, if it's, I'm, okay. I'm not putting cart in front of horse. If the Phillies match up against the uh, Diamondbacks with the way both teams are hitting home runs, this is going to be, hey, that's going to be a showdown. Hey. Okay. If you're, if you're watching, okay. If you can find the episode that I said the Diamondbacks are going to be one of the sleeper teams in the National League. You DM me, the first person to DM me and find it, I have no idea when I said it. I will send you, I have a Lance McCullers World Series ring left to give away. I will send you that Lance McCullers World Series ring. It's in my locker right now. No, (laughs) well, I'm just saying, no, 
I know I said that. I know I talked about it. So whoever can find it and send me a DM, I have no idea what episode it is. I don't know if it was in June, July, or August, but I remember saying that because I remember thinking that the Diamondbacks had something special going with, with their pitching, with their hitters. And Corbin Carroll, like MLB Network talked about the five most dangerous hitters right now in baseball, the ones that are playing. Every one of them had Jordan at number one. Corbin Carroll was on two or three of their lists. Corey Seager was, was number two in a lot of them. Look, you're about to see some amazing hitters on display in the ALCS. And the ALCS could possibly be more competitive than the World Series, Eric. Yeah. So um, I know that um, w- the Twins fans are kind of regretting uh, doing this a little bit. We won Houston. They did. They did say that. But, you know, Eric... We've got a song that goes along with that. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can play that back in a second. Uh, but yeah. right now we need to talk about Jace Medical and the Jace Case. This episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace Case is fill out a simple online form and in some cases jump on a quick call with one of our board-certified physicians. Get ongoing care from our physicians on any treatment-related questions. Doctor created, doctor recommended. That's right. Customer reviews are basically telling us that people love the Jace case. And we know with storms, shortages, pandemics, and reliance on the supply chain that we need to be prepared now more than ever. Jace Medical is simple. It's online. Fill out a form. You get your prescription life-saving medications right to your door. Get $20 off. Use my code Locked On at checkout. Jace Medical. That's J-A-S-E medical.com and remember that when you are watching the game if you want to go somewhere you need to hang out at your local hooters from katie to pearland from pasadena to galveston from baytown to sugarland anywhere in between even in nasa you can check out hooters that's right even in pasadena and seabrook hooters is always there to make you happy they have great wings great brew they have um happy hour every day monday through friday during the week they have daily specials They have UFC fights. You can watch football. They have karaoke and Pearland at NASA. And if you tell them the Locked on Astros guy sent you, they will give you a free basket of fried pickles. So make sure that you check out Hooters. Why? Because Hooters makes you happy. It's where the guys at Locked on Astros hang out. So go check them out today. Make sure if you're going to listen to the game, you catch all the hometown calls of the Astros versus the Rangers in the ALCS Game 1 on Sunday at 7.05 p.m. Central Standard Time. Make sure that you go to the SiriusXM app and search Astros. Now, our friend Mark Drew, who has helped us, who um, dropped the bump on our intro for us and created that for us, he made a song talking to the Twins fans and to the Twins whenever he heard that we went Houston we started. And I told him, I'm going to play your song if we beat the Twins in the ALDS. So, y'all, this is Mark Drew, local artist, gave gave us permission to play this song. Sit back and enjoy this amazing song by Mark Drew. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Love. See, we be just chilling, minding our own. Twin cities talking so crazy. Let's get it. Say that you on Houston. You ain't never won nothing. Why they talking crazy? They ain't never done nothing. Okay, you want a central, but you ain't never run nothing. Acting like you ready for the squad. Yeah. Where you done from? Man, I know you gas 
up like you ready for war. But it's our seventh in a row. You know we ready for more. Feel free to talk, but when you do it, please sound like you mean it. You saying, but don't sound like you believe it. Your voice shaking like you're nervous. I get it, we're dominant. It's just when New York said it, most of the fans sounded confident. John Houston and the LDS just don't seem fair. I just hate we gotta handle up a Carlos Correa. But goddamn, homie, in H Town, you was the man, homie. Now you're missing your peers. We're like Candyman and Minime, you're facing your fears. Just say, we want Houston three times in the mirror, and we'll appear. Going back to back, then back to back again. Treat the bases like a carousel, we're up to bat again. So I'ma ask you one more again. Are you sure you want Houston? Cause the last two that said that, they ended up losing. Yeah. Say that you want Houston, you ain't never won nothing. Why they talking crazy? They ain't never done nothing. All right, that was a little great there. And yes, so we're just uh, doing some bad dancing. <laughs> hey, man, I love that. Mark Drew with We Want Houston. Um, he actually dropped a song today that is, um, it's just like a pep talk for the team. So look, I encourage you, check him out at Mark Drew HTX on Instagram and X. You can catch him on TikTok as well. Phenomenal local artist, humble guy. He's also a professor, Eric. He teaches sound engineering at a local college. And he's got a bunch of students under him. And um, we're trying to get his Ready to Rain song in for the Astros to play it at Minute Maid Park during the league championship series. Where I'm trying to help get him to throw the first pitch. So I'm going to be contacting some people here and there. But Mark Drew, thank you so much, brother, for letting us sh um, share that. Y'all keep talking about this JV speech. We haven't seen it yet. I'll go back and watch it. I'm pretty sure it's There's legendary. There's some um, F-bombs in there, so you Oh, have yeah, to... definitely. Oh, heck yeah, Justin Verlander drops the F-bombs. He's earned every bit of – every one of those F-words he drops, he's earned it. So, look, I'm so glad to have him back, Eric. I, I really think that you're going to see him shine in this LCS. I really think you're going to see this Astros team come to play. And honestly, they can play loose. They can play loose in this series because they have been there, done that. Right. And I, I, I think up to this point – it's been business as usual. We've got to go out and execute. We can't make excuses and we got to do it. And it's not that they're going to come into the ALCS like they can't do it or or like the Rangers are going to fold, you know, you know, just lay down for us. But I just think that this is going to be a more relaxed environment for these guys. And I think you're going to see them come alive in the first two games at home um, Monday and Sunday and Monday. Okay, um, apparently David Ortiz has uh, claimed that he's a Houston citizen now because he's been basically spent so much time over the past seven years <laughs> with the Fox crew <laughs> during the postseason in Houston. So uh, I thought that was funny. But um, yeah, I think that this whole series outside of game two. I thought the Astros were pretty much under control. The pitching did what they were supposed to do. The bullpen was dynamic. And uh, even today when you had Naris come in and uh, there's people on the radio today that were talking about, yeah, Naris does not need to even be on the ALCS rosters if the Astros make it. And people are like, uh, it was one bad game. He had a great season, one bad game. So uh, you just can't look at overanalyze one bad performance in the playoffs because what did Hector Neris do? He came in today and took care of business, got um, Jose Arquiti out. Of, I mean, he wasn't really in a jam, but he came and got Royce Lewis out of um, trouble. I mean, got out and then he came in and got the three outs himself. Brian Abreu came in and got the job done. And then you had 
uh, your closer, Ryan Presley, come in, who actually fell, tripped over himself, and actually still yeah. maintained. First, I thought he was injured. Yeah, I, I thought so like, too. It looked like he yeah. hurt his back. I'm like, no, please. We need yeah, don't, everybody don't healthy. Everybody healthy, including <laughs> Kendall Graveman. We need him healthy. We need a full bullpen uh, healthy for the Rangers because that offense is going to be dynamic. But this wow. offense that the Twins had, and by the way, we haven't even talked about this. Alex Kirilov. He was taken off the roster today. Uh, they said that it, his uh, shoulder or something was too bad where he couldn't even hit anymore. So they added Byron Buxton to the uh, back to the active roster. And at first I was like, oh, crap, is he could win the series for them? But he looked he didn't look ready. He basically hit a uh, basically a pop up to uh, yeah. Jose Abreu in first base. But I think the twins, they're going to be a good team. But I don't think they're ready for this. No, they're no, they've they've got. I mean, Eric, they have Pablo Lopez, they have Duran, they have other guys that are good. Paddock, who I think should become a starter again. Paddock was a highly touted prospect coming up through the Padres system. Right. They've got they've got a couple missing pieces in that pitching staff, and I think that's where they make their strengths. Um, Byron Buxton is just a guy you can't depend on anymore. I, I wasn't, everyone's like, oh my gosh, Buxton's going to hit. And I'm like, eh, he hasn't, he hasn't played since August 1st. He, now he was incredibly hot when he played. He hit like 285, 17 home runs in like 85 games. So, I mean, he was, he was on fire. He, he just can't stay healthy. And you hate to see that. Um, something odd that happened tonight, something for the first time happened tonight, but not in our game. The Diamondbacks were the first team to go deep four times in a single playoff inning. They made hmm. history. Um, um, Gabriel Moreno had to hit the ball over the fence twice. The same guy hit the ball twice. So they hit four home runs, solo shots in one inning. They batted around. And so I thought that was kind of cool to see that. And they are announcing that Scherzer's throwing a simulated game to put his sights and set them on an ALCS return. I bet you Scherzer returns when they go to Arlington. That would probably be the most opportune time to pitch him because you've got the Arlington crowd. Scherzer's making a big comeback. I would totally use that to my advantage if I was the South Oklahoma Rangers. Um, so we are going to have the battle of I-45, Eric. I mean, yeah. do you remember the battles? And I don't know if you followed the Rockets back in the 90s, but there were the battles between the Spurs and the Rockets, and it was called the I-10 series. Yeah, And we played each other in the playoffs a lot. This is the battle for I-45, and um, some people are still saying that the Rangers and the Astros aren't a rivalry, but I really think they are because we're they in have been. state. The silver boot. Been. Yeah, I'm like, well, no. <laughs> the silver boot. <laughs> the silver boot's like a Division II fighting for some, some rock that they hold holy, okay? The silver boot's whatever. Now, this year, the silver boot held great value. Right. And I think the Astros benefited from getting that number one seed or getting that number two seed and resting. And clearly the consensus across major league baseball is that the ALDS or, you know, the, the wild card is a waste because you got all these hot teams sitting for a week. So nobody seems to like it, but the Astros are the only team that really haven't been affected by that week off. Maybe that experience does pay off in the end. 
Yeah, I think so too. And I think that managerial experience in playoffs pays off too, because I still don't understand why people don't understand. You don't need to bring in a lefty to face Alvarez Tucker. It doesn't work. Uh, you had Alvarez get a hit and then uh, Tucker struck out. But then what did uh, Brian Abreu do? I mean, sorry, Jose Abreu do. He came in and clubbed that home run. So you put, you're trying to neutralize the left-handers, but then uh, this guy, Thibar, is not good against the right-handed hitters. And right. so he crushed a ball. So I know that a lot of people were thinking that Joe Ryan wasn't going to stick around that long, but he retired the first five batters before Brantley hit the home run. I thought that they were going to give him more of a leash. But I guess it was all hands on deck in this game. And, but I just don't agree with bringing the lefty in that situation. But that's just me. That, that was my initial thought. I thought that's why I put on the X over managing 101. Hey, Dusty Baker did a great job. I think he deserves a lot of credit. And you know what's amazing is you've got two managers that got like 4,000 wins combined in the major yeah. leagues. Look, I love what. I, I love what Bruce Bochy said today. Um, I heard his quote after the game because I didn't hear what he said after the game last night. And he said, I'm so proud of these guys with the way they worked. He said, we had a goal in mind when I came in here. And he said, I, he said it means a lot to the players that have been here the last couple of years to the front office. And he goes, all the, not just money, but all the work they put into this. And so, look, the Rangers earned it. And I've, I've got to tip my hat to them because they are the guys we're playing. And this isn't a beleaguered team. I'm sorry, last year's Yankee team, I didn't think we were going to sweep them, but I knew we were going to handle them pretty easily because they just weren't very strong. So this is probably the strongest team they've faced in an ALCS in the last couple years, I think, since maybe the Yankees in you know 19 or 17, something like that. So it will be a fun series. I hope it doesn't go long. I, I, I hope it ends in the Astros' favor in four or five games. I would That would be ideal. Um, but... I really, I, I really I like the Astros' chances. Seven. I think it's going to go. Well, no, and, and it could, and it could. And, and But I think that would favor the Astros, honestly. Um, I think the Astros' bullpen, I think the Astros' pitching is just a lot more, has is, is a lot more weathered. But one of the keys, Eric, and we probably need to close out our thoughts, one of the keys, Framber Valdez. Framber Valdez has got to pitch. He's the only pitcher, and, and I mentioned our starters in this series. He was the only pitcher that really didn't have it, but he didn't pitch terrible. He just got to keep those walks down. So let's go Astros. Texas Rangers, Houston Astros, the I-45, the battle for I-45, the battle for Texas. I know regular season stats don't matter, but the Astros won nine games this year. The Rangers won four. The Astros batted 282. The Rangers bad 268. The Astros hit 30 home runs. The Astros, sorry, the Rangers hit 21. The Astros 30. The Rangers 21. The Astros ERA from the starters were was 478. The Rangers start uh, starters ERA was 6.71. So the Astros have some uh, some advantages there. So so let's end on this, Eric. Go ahead and cue the music. If there was an ALDS MVP for the Houston Astros, who would you pick? I would have to say uh, Jose Abreu. I just Jose think Abreu. that I'm right there with you. Yep. I love it. Jose Abreu. I know Jordan had four home runs, but Jose Abreu was the guy. He was the guy at the end of the season that held him in Arizona. He is the reason they won this ALDS. 
Thank y'all so much. The postseason rolls on. I'm H Town Wheelhouse. You can find me on X, TikTok, and Instagram at H Town Wheelhouse. You can find him at Eric Talk Strohs on X. And Eric, tell him what's up, man. Uh, go Strohs, and let's go ahead and win the second silver boot this season by winning the ALCS, also known as the Astros League Championship Series. I said it right. Yeah, there. let's yes. go. Go Strohs. Bury me in the H. You rock that, dude. Good job. Thank you. I've been practicing.